Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world, this is your host for the David Harris Jr. Show. TGIT for Thursday. Yes, TGI Thursday. Thank God it's Thursday. You got to be thankful for every single day of the week because you never know how many people didn't wake up this morning. Folks, I got an amazing show lined up for you today talking about Democrats panicking. We got a bombshell drop from Judicial Watch. We've got Speaker Pelosi that is triggered. We've got Rep Swalwell that's talking out his behind some more. Three Democrats are slammed with ethics complaints. We've got three high school athletes that are filing a federal lawsuit and a Gallup poll that shows that our president is absolutely winning. Folks, this is your your show with me, David J. Harris Jr. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here, bringing you the no-nonsense, unadulterated news, not with the liberal bias slant that you get from most of the mainstream media outlets out there. I bring it to you real and raw and hope I can keep on bringing it to you all uh, on all platforms. If you're on Facebook, thank you so, so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. Twitter, thank you all for retweeting this. And YouTube, I love you all. Thank you guys so much as well for uh, sharing this Brothers News. I'm going to get right into it right now. Hey, Sue and Cindy and Nancy and Connie on Facebook. Those are the four I saw. All right, so we've got the Democrats absolutely panicking. Do you think that there are any centrist Democrats left that if 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 uh, Bernie Sanders was to get the nominee, they're going to support this guy? I've got a video for all of you centrist Democrats that think, you know, maybe Bernie's okay. Maybe Bernie isn't, uh, you know, the totally avowed socialist that he says. I think you can kind of judge a fruit by the tree that it's on, that it hangs out with, or that it stands up for. Here we've got none other than Bernie Sanders himself sticking up for some very, very uh, uh, not good people. But I remember, for some reason or other, being very excited when, when Fidel Castro made the revolution in Cuba. I was a kid, and I remember reading that. And it was just seemed right and appropriate that poor people were rising up against rather ugly rich people. How do you find the sincerity of Sandinista leaders? I was impressed. I was impressed by Father Descoto because he is a very gentle, very loving man. Uh, Ortega is an impressive guy. When we were in Moscow, for example, we're extremely impressed by their public transportation system. The stations themselves were absolutely beautiful. Chandeliers that were beautiful. It was a very, very effective system. Also, I was impressed by the youth programs that they had. Why have you stopped short of calling Maduro a Venezuela a dictator? Well, he, I, I think it's, it's fair to say that the last election was undemocratic. Uh, but there are still democratic operations taking place in that country. He just can't say a bad thing about any of the dictators that have been responsible for dragging their people and their country through the absolute mud through communism. Wake up, Democrats. He does not represent anything that the United States of America is or has ever been about. And if that man became the president, oh, Lord, have mercy. We better all start praying. But I'll tell you one better. Start praying now and start taking action now and make sure your family and friends that may be on the Democrat side understand exactly who Bernie is, because he's not somebody we want 
as a president of the United States. Even the Democrats are panicking, folks. They don't want this either. They don't want him to get the nomination. Democrats panicking as Bernie Sanders leads in Super Tuesday elections by seven points. The DNC is in a panic over the fact that Bernie Sanders is leading the pack on Super Tuesday's primaries to date, including the biggie, California. Super Tuesday states include Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. If I'm talking to you, you better wake the heck up and show them that video, this one that I just showed you with Bernie. If Bernie sweeps most of those states, he would either become unstoppable or he will go into a brokered convention with a sizable lead. Friends, we absolutely uh, need to make sure that our family and friends know we don't want Bernie at the helm of this country. And hopefully the young people that have been indoctrinated to hate capitalism, to hate America and to love socialism. Hopefully they see some good videos, some of mine maybe, and uh, and they wake up. I had a good friend of mine share with me that his uh, college daughter was starting to get swept up in the absolute onslaught of propaganda, the liberal leftists from college professors, their uh, take and perspective on our country. And then she started watching my show and my videos and it woke her up and she is no longer in the dark or in the shadows. So thank God for that. That's the power of what social media can do. Now we've got Judicial Watch, folks, that has dropped a bombshell. It, it, all roads still lead back to Obama. You, you know that there's there's so much dirt that still has yet to be uncovered. Thank God for Judicial Watch that goes after the truth and then brings it to us. Judicial Watch has released emails between Rosenstein, Holder. Why the heck would he be talking to Holder? Huber and other Obama officials and the media. Time and time again, we've said that former, De- former Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein was the linchpin of all things concerning the cover-up of the Russia collusion hoax. He was a deep state guy who worked under Obama, and uh, and over his career, he had worked with all of the bad actors in the 2016 government coup attempt to stop then-candidate Donald Trump from winning the election. Well, what, what have they uncovered? They have uncovered that there's 382 pages of documents that reveal Rosenstein's communications with former Obama administration officials, including Eric Holder and John Huber. And a whole lot of sharing of information with the media right around the days when Robert Mueller was appointed as special prosecutor to investigate the phony Democrat created Russia collusion hoax. Folks, you need to make sure you read and see this article. And hey, right here, join the email club. If you haven't joined my email club, join the email club and sign up for exclusive content that you're only going to get at DavidHarrisJr.com. But The fact that this is now coming out, folks, is it really a shock to anybody that's actually been supporting this president? I don't think so. But hopefully it's actually a shock to those that thought the Russia collusion was actually real. I mean, for two years, two and a half years, the mainstream media said we've got evidence. The the, the Democrat after Democrat would go on all of these different shows, mostly liberal hack shows, and say, we've got evidence. We've got proof. Two and a half years. They did that to us. But I'll guarantee you they're going to swipe all this stuff right underneath the rug. They don't want anybody to hear what's going on, what the what the what's being uncovered, because then you start putting dots together. Then you start connecting the dots and you realize Obama wasn't who anybody I think uh, that supported him thought that he was. And the coup was actually exactly that a coup to get rid of our president. Well, Nancy seems to be cool, calm and collected. At least that's what she says she is. Are you buying this? 
So th- we, we're calm, cool, and collected. This is not, I mean, just because some people may be speaking out about not liking one candidate or another, that's the democratic way. That's politics. It's a messy business. I re- remind you of how it was when the Republicans had their primary uh, in the last election four years ago, how messy that was. But this is, we're calm, we're cool, we're collected. We're- We're not buying it, Nancy. No, 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 no. We're not buying it. You guys are all in a panic. You're in a panic because nothing that you've tried to get rid of this president has worked. Not one thing has worked. And you've just made a fool of yourself desecrating what should have been something that was sent to the archives, a signed copy of the State of the Union address from the president of the United States, tearing up something that had American heroes and victims that were that we were honoring because of their because of who they are to society. You ripped it up. You showed America exactly what you don't care about. And that's Americans. Well, as Nancy tries to say, she's cool, calm and collected. It looks like it's just the opposite. Nancy is triggered, folks. She's announcing an investigation into AG Barr. <laughs> Where are they going to stop? When will it stop? <laughs> just minutes ago, a stammering speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, Marxist from California, concluded her weekly press conference. Pelosi made one thing very, very clear. Well, as clear as she was able to make anything when she's babbling nonstop, expect U.S. Attorney General Barr to be investigated by the House Judiciary Committee. Speaker Pelosi has had her panties in a knot for since four federal prosecutors threw a hissy fit and walked off the job following the attorney general's decision to reduce the sentencing recommendation for Roger Stone. It, it doesn't cease to amaze any of us, folks. I really do hope that Roger gets off. Uh, I, I think that uh, it's it's a it's a he was railroaded as again. CNN shows up at his house when the FBI is going to raid his house at like six o'clock in the morning and CNN just happens to be there. They've had it out for anybody that this president has been friends with. I've got a personal friend of mine that was working on Roger Stone's team uh, during the 2016 campaign, uh, 15 and 16 campaign, when uh, the, the using u- utilizing Twitter and amazing with the algorithms to help spread the word and get the message out. He was railroaded. He was brought in by Mueller. He's he spoke to me several times after just getting out of hours and hours and hours of the Mueller team trying to get him twisted up, trying to just pin him for anything, get him to backpedal or say something a little bit differently than uh, uh, than what he said the first time and then accuse him of lying. That's what they do. You give an explanation for one thing, then you share maybe a little bit more of an explanation, a little different way, and they say, well, then you lied the first time. Absolutely disgusting. Stone actually has something to say about it. He joined Tucker to say this. The indictment is thin indeed. So what is this about? It's about silencing me. There's a war on alternative media. There's a war where they're trying to criminalize political expression. There's a war where they're trying to criminalize free speech. The efforts to shut down my show at InfoWars, the efforts to silence Alex Jones, who's one of my greatest supporters and proponents, are part of this war. Uh, So I intend to plead not guilty. I believe I will be vindicated. 
Roger, I believe you will be too, brother. He reached out to me on Instagram, sent me a private message, and then uh, made sure that we met up at AmpFest. I was there last year. I will be again this year as well. Uh, I had a good conversation with Roger, said, I'm in your corner, brother. We're hoping that uh, the deck the deck falls and you wind up with the uh, innocent mark uh, and that you are released. It, but they put this man and his family through hell, folks. And the Democrats don't care. And the liberal mainstream media doesn't care. That's what they'll do to anybody that opposes them and their narrative of what should be going on in our country. They'll put you through hell. You and your whole family, they'll bankrupt you. They don't they don't care. It's absolutely ridiculous and disgusting that we have to deal with this in the United States of America. But we do. Well, what Swalwell, I don't know where this guy gets off talking about anything, but him and like other Democrats, they're wanting to impeach the president now over uh, over Roger Stone, over the president sticking up for Roger Stone. Eric Swalwell is at it again. He can't seem to get President Trump to break any laws, so he will impeach him for anything. The Democrats have already dug themselves a hole in the previous impeachment trial, and I don't think they want to go any deeper, but... You never know. Regardless, this is this endless talk about impeachment is a uh, is just ridiculous, has done nothing but raise Donald Trump's approval rating by at least 10 percent. Swalwell and Nancy say that it's abuse of power to criticize unfairness to Roger Stone, who looks like he will get a new trial. Folks, would it would it what would what would really happen? I really wonder what would happen if they tried to impeach President Trump again before the election, they're running out of options. You, you gotta, you gotta see that. None of their Democrats are gonna, are gonna win. They, they, they don't hold a candle to what this president has done. Our economy, our country is moving in the right direction for all Americans. I think it's really their only shot. I, I don't, I wouldn't put it past them to actually try to impeach the president again. It would just piss a whole lot of more Americans off a second time around and probably boost the president's approval rating even more than it already is. So bring it on, Democrats. Bring it on. We've got uh, Bloomberg. People say maybe he's actually got a shot to buy his way in the election. He's not standing up and doing uh, any of the uh, forums that the rest of the Democrats are doing. He doesn't want to stand there and answer questions because I think that everything's written for him. But... He seems a lot of people seem to believe and he seems to believe that he's going to get a lot of the black vote. Well, I don't think I really doubt that MSNBC knew what this brother right here was going to share about Bloomberg to try to wake the black community up to say, you know what? I know Bloomberg. I know Bloomberg. He says, I know him. I know his policies and I know how they've hurt the black community. I want to see him not run. The things he's talking about now, he had 12 years to talk about as mayor, 10 years after that. Where where was this? I'm worried about is he says he can't be bought. That's because he's doing the buying. And so I'm worried about the ads that he's putting out there. What I'm hoping people will do is listen to those of us who know him, who have worked with him. Can't say he's the worst person in the world, but his policies that he put forth were very harmful to black and brown communities, not just in policing. We have a housing epidemic that's really a Bloomberg issue. We have an education epidemic that's really a Bloomberg issue. And so we have to be real about that. And I'm hoping that people will, while he has not been on these primaries, as we move forward, do the research, listen to the people who have known him. You should probably not apologize the day before you begin to run for president. I'm sorry. So sorry. 
Truer words could not have been spoken by a man that knows Bloomberg, that understands how his policies have been detrimental to black and brown communities. And yet Bloomberg thinks he's going to get a large portion of the black vote. Please share that clip everywhere. Americans, especially black and brown Americans, need to know. Don't listen to the propaganda that you're seeing on articles that you're seeing uh, in ads. Those are all paid for. Listen to people that know Bloomberg and pay attention. We don't want him running the country. Our country's doing just fine. Well, now we've got three Democrats that are slammed with ethics complaints, and the Bloomberg group is also implicated, folks. I'm beginning to see why no one who would dare, who, who, who no one would dare look into the corruption in Washington and that of the previous administrations until Donald Trump came along. Just look at what happened to President Trump ever since he began running for president and promising to expose government corruption and ga- all the graft. He and everyone who helped him get into office have been the target of investigations, witch hunts, and coups. From our research, it seems that Washington has been so corrupt with both sides of the aisle involved that it would be nearly impossible to garner consensus to investigate the crimes of anyone in D.C. for the simple reason that nearly everyone has had their hands in the cookie jar. Well, it doesn't stop there. Nonprofit watchdog group Americans for Public Trust filed complaints with the Office of Congressional Ethics against Madeline Dean and Jay Powell and Lucy Macbeth, all Democrats calling for investigations of possible violations of House rules and federal law. The organization founded by a former National Republican Congressional Committee research director, Caitlin Sutherland, also filed complaints against Dean and Macbeth with the Federal Election Commission. All three of these members have engaged in disturbing activities that appear to be Uh, to them, violations of federal law and House rules. This is especially alarming given all three sit on prestigious House Judiciary Committee, which has direct oversight responsibilities over the U.S. Department of Justice and by extension, the the nation's law enforcement. Friends, these are not friends that we want in positions of power. But guess who who put them there? The people did. You got to vote these people in. We got to pay attention to who the heck we're voting for. And uh, I think if they got a D next to their name, it's a good it's a good enough reason to say, no, I don't think so. I don't want no more of this in our country, in your state, in your region, in your uh, in your city. All right. What else do we got here? We've got this. This, folks, was uh, was disturbing to me. I posted a separate video all by itself on my Instagram and on my Twitter earlier today. This right here, I believe, shows the absolute denigration uh, of our of our public school system, of our uh, universities and our colleges. And it shows that racism is alive in the black community. Yeah, you you, you can be racist and be black. Absolutely. Racism is uh, is colorblind. Just because we live in the United States, it doesn't mean that it's only a white thing. If for anything, it's mostly a black thing. I was on the radio earlier this morning. Out of Reno, because I'll be in Reno. If you're in the Reno area, I'll be in Douglas County this Sunday speaking. Uh, I'm the keynote speaker for the Lincoln Reagan dinner. Uh, you can look that up and I'll be there this Sunday. Come on out, get your tickets. Come on out. I'd love to see you. But I was on the radio and I was talking about the fact that the racial, racial slurs that I hear haven't come from conservatives. They've come from Democrats. They've come from liberals. And it hasn't just been from black folks. I get it now from Hispanics and I get it from white folks as well. 
it's pretty insane that that's what we're dealing with. But we can't forget that Democrats are the party of the KKK, of uh, slavery, of uh, Jim Crow, of fighting for segregation. Yep, yep, that's the Democrat Party. Well, this young woman right here has succumbed to the victimhood mentality that apparently she's afraid to be around too many white people. (laughs) Public service announcement. Excuse me. If y'all didn't know, this is the MSC. And frankly, there's just too many white people in here. And this is a space for people of color. So just be really cognizant of the space that you're taking up because it does make some of us POCs uncomfortable when we see too many white people in here. It's only been open for four days. And frankly, there's the whole university for a lot of y'all to be at. And there's very few spaces for us. So keep that in mind. Thank you. And they clapped for her. Can you imagine for a minute if a white person had said that? Oh, my goodness. They would paint them a racist. They would paint them a Donald Trump supporter. It would be on every single national media coverage. Everybody would be covering that. Instead, you're really only seeing it on most social media channels. Well, that's, I'm sorry, that's not what the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King stood for. That's not what any of us should stand for. Safe places, safe spaces are for weak-minded people. If you can't handle being in a room of people of other ethnicities, backgrounds, colors, nations, whatever, what have you, and be comfortable in your own skin, then you are the one with the problem, not anybody else. Absolutely ridiculous. But yet, that's what we're dealing with. That's what we got right now in the United States. Well, we've got three female high school athletes that are filing a federal lawsuit to block transgender students from competing in girls' sports. It's about time. You you know, all these feminist groups, all these women's groups, all this Me Too and all the film. You know, you think they'd stand up for biological females that are being dominated by biological males in sports. Where will it stop? Who would stop it? Well, these girls aren't waiting for anybody to stand up for themselves. They're standing up for themselves all by themselves. It's a lot of themselves. Well, these uh, these girls have filed a federal lawsuit seeking to ban biological males from competing in girls and women's sports. For the past three years, men have been competing and winning girls, girls and women's sporting events. The girls say that biological men winning girls sports keeps them from competing on a level playing field, robbing many of them from college scholarships for sports. The girls are Selena Soul, a senior at Glatsbury High School, Chelsea Mitchell, a senior at Canton High School, and Elena Smith, a sophomore at Danbury High School. Congratulations, young, young ladies. You're doing the right thing. They're being assisted with their lawsuit by the conservative. It's funny. It's a conservative group that's standing up for them. Nonprofit Alliance Defending Freedom. In their lawsuit, the girls are suing Connecticut Association of Schools, Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference, and the boards of education in Bloomfield, Cromwell, Glatsbury, Canton, and Danbury. Show these girls some support. I, I really hope that this goes all the way through. You know, if a person wants to change their body because they don't uh, feel like they identify the way that they came out of their mother's womb, that is their prerogative. But as soon as they want to then force their prerogative into an into everybody else's life and livelihood and future, it should be an absolute stinking no in my book, period. 
Well, the president just keeps on winning. He said we'd get tired of winning. Are you are you tired of winning yet? <laughs> I know I am not tired of winning. No way, no how. A new Gallup poll finds that more people are happy with Trump than ever were with Obama. <laughs> it still baffles me that as many people were happy with him as they were, and he even got a second term, but... It's another impressive record set by President Trump. In Obama's re-election year of 2012, 45% said that they were better off than they were four years before. Gallup poll found that 61% now say they are better off than they were three years ago. That's a huge jump. Not only are they happier about their finances, but their lives in general. If this keeps up, the Democratic nominee should vote for Trump and make it unanimous. It's a beautiful thing in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful thing when you're American that supports this president and you don't have your head shoved up somewhere so dark and stinky because of all the mainstream media liberal bias that you don't know what's really going on. That's my song for the day. Hey, guys, that is all I got. God bless you. Thank you for sharing my videos. Thank you for sharing my news articles. Thank you for supporting me. And if you're in the Reno area, come out. I'm doing a book signing. You'll be able to get my book right there. Get to say hello to me, Douglas County. I'll be there this Sunday. Keynote speaker for the Douglas County uh, GOP dinner, the Lincoln Reagan dinner this Sunday. So come on out and say hello. Other than that, I'll see you back tomorrow. And God bless you. Have a great rest of your night. Stay safe and stay, stay classy, you Americans that support our president and know what's really going on. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.